Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Women's World. I'm your host, Sue Semeca, and today my guest is attorney Jerry Creed, who specializes in estate planning. So we're going to find out what is estate planning and who is it for? Welcome, Jerry. Thank you for having me. What is estate planning? So estate planning generally is people do these things to have agents to help them when they get sick or injured and they can't speak for themselves. And estate planning is mostly a probate avoidance device. Mm. I try to take it a little further because there are more things we can do than just avoid probate. Uh, in this valley, there's like a thousand millionaires and there's 135 estate wow. planning attorneys chasing them, trying to save them taxes. I had no idea. <laughs> On the other hand, we have about 600,000 55 plus elderly community mm -hmm. and there's about 10 of us that try to help them. Ah. So, so who are these people that need your help? So anyone who is facing a uh, skilled nursing or memory care facility, either for themselves or for a loved one, mm -hmm. uh, if they don't do any advanced planning and they don't do any planning, the system is designed to take all their money. Ooh. So if they're a single person, they can end up with only $2,000 in the bank. Oh my. Or if they're a married couple, maybe 137 for the non-institutionalized spouse. Who are these people that do this? Uh, that need this is everyone around us, friends, neighbor. You'll be talking oh. with someone at lunch and they'll say, hey, my spouse just had a stroke or a heart attack. Uh. And I just found out the uh, skilled nursing facility is $9,200 mm. a month. <laughs> and most of us don't have a budget that can no. take that kind no. of a hit. Mm -mm. So the people that are encountering that I call in crisis, and those are the people I'm looking for because I can help them. Okay. okay. Oftentimes I can help them save about half of their nest egg, even if it's at the last minute. And okay. I've heard of, of guardians that come in and take over people's, uh, their home, their, their, in, their money, everything. Vegas Voice did a wonderful expose yes. on guardians. Uh, my approach is a little different. I believe if you have really good powers of attorney, uh, you should never step foot in guardianship court. Okay. And if you have to go to guardianship court, it's because your powers of attorney went, weren't well written or weren't thought out well enough. So that's usually a failure of the estate planning attorney if you end up in guardianship court. So when would somebody need to go? How would they know when it's time to do what you're talking about? So if you're in a 55-plus community, it's probably time. Ah, okay. Or if you're ever sitting in a doctor's office and you have the unpleasant diagnosis of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, early-onset dementia or dementia, mm -hmm. it's time to go find someone like me or me. Okay, okay. And what all can you do to help? So a number of things. If they get to my office there, there's a time thing that's hidden in here. Uh, Medicaid applications have a five-year look back. So if you get into my office early, we can do proactive planning. It's considerably cheaper and we can save considerably more. Um, if you're inside of the five-year look back window, uh, there's less we can do, but we can still save about half and it's quite a bit more expensive because hmm. it's crisis work last minute. Usually people are on the clock. They need the care. So there, uh, it requires a lot of time. How do wills and all those other things fit in? 
So every trust has a will, okay. uh, but the will isn't the instruction. The trust is the instructions. The will is just a safety net for anything that doesn't get funded. And funded is attorney speak for doesn't get put into the trust. Okay. So say you have things that you want to uh, pass on to your relatives, certain relatives, artwork, jewelry, whatever. How, how, do you, how do you do that? Okay. Inside of your trust, there's two ways. You can make a specific gift, like mm -hmm. if you have a Ming vase, Stradivarius violin, artwork. A uh, specific gift inside of your trust is a great way to do it. Um, for a lot of the smaller items that are still meaningful but not necessarily valuable, you get a personal property memorandum, and you can fill that out. Like, I have a Browning superposed shotgun that I'm going to give to my brother, so mm -hmm. I'd write it in. You know, Browning shotgun to brother. And then, uh, regardless of whether or not my wife is alive, because she doesn't like to shoot it, so when I die, it goes to him. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about that is you can change your mind. Two years from now, my brother can piss me off. I can tear it up, <laughs> write a new one that says I'm going to give it to my daughter and sign it and date it. And I didn't have to go to an attorney and spend money. So you could just do that yourself. You can, which is what's really so nice. So you would just sign it after you say, I want this to go to so-and-so. You just sign your name as... Sign it and date it, and, and date it's it. built into the trust, so that way okay. it'll be followed. You don't have to have a witness. Not for that, no. Okay, okay. What else can you tell me? So the um, online things are usually cheap, uh, very inexpensive, and someone like me could use an online thing, and I could get a great trust out of it. But if you don't know the questions to ask and you don't know the pitfalls, it's really hard to get a good thing from an online uh, you need, you need an expert. It, it helps to have an expert, and <laughs> mm -hmm. there's a lot of formalities required. And online, like, you're on your own for the formalities, and if you don't get them right, it's not going to work. What do you mean by formalities? Like a uh, will has to be witnessed by two people and a notary all in the room, all at the same time. Oh, really? Or you can that. do it online. There is a procedure to do oh. that, but you have to have all those people active at the same time, and that's something that people sometimes don't do. Or they pick someone, they're giving something, like I'm giving you something in my will, and you're my witness. Well, you're not a valid witness. There's little rules that people get wrong. Because you have something to gain. Right. Okay, that, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So basically, you need to approach uh, communities or people that are 55 and over, Right. Bulk of my clients are 75 and older, but oh, okay. I say 55 okay. isn't too young to start doing elder law estate planning. So in, into your 70s then to start doing that? Uh, 50s to 70, but 55, when you get to the community, it's probably time to start thinking about it. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the five-year look back isn't really a player, and then you know you're going to save 75 to 90% mm -hmm. of your assets for your spouse. I talk with a lot of men when I do estate planning, and men's job is to earn money and then they die, and then their <laughs> wife is going to sort it all out, which is an awful thing to say. But their number one concern is, will there be enough money to take care of my wife? And with this kind of planning, there is going to be enough money, and we can take care of that concern for. Mm -hmm. So nobody can come in and take over. Right. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes when we do this, we involve family members or mm -hmm. close friends. Mm -hmm. And so it would be very hard for someone to step in 
there wouldn't be assets available for them to attach. And they're already set up in roles where they're the decision makers and someone stepping in would have to take that away from them oh and challenge them. And that's not going to be Sounds easy. Sounds complicated. Yeah. Jerry, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, where are you located? So I have an office down in Henderson, just outside of Seven Hills. And then I have another office up, or my actual office up in just outside of Summerlin on West Sahara. Oh, okay. So, so you're I, pretty busy going back and forth, aren't you? <laughs> I am, but the clients are worth it, so. Yeah. And what's your phone number? So it's easy to remember. It's 806-7777. With the 702 in front. 702. Okay, great. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. This has been very informative. I've learned a lot, and I hope everybody else has too. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. I'm Sue Semeca for Women's World. See you next time.